we've been in a series called Words of Life, The Commands of Jesus. We're trying to take this seriously, teaching disciples of Jesus to obey everything he's commanded. So we say, well, what has he commanded? A lot of things. And we've been kind of taking them one at a time or taking them in themes. And this morning, we're listening to Jesus give the command, love one another. Uh, I want to tell you guys a quick story. And it starts like this. I have never had chili with Bob. Never done it. I was going to go have chili at Bob's house, but it never quite happened. Bob is the guy that I uh, was friends with when I was in grad school. When Lisa and I were living in Memphis, Tennessee, and I was a full-time grad student, uh, Bob was somebody that I'd always run into on campus, usually in the library. We would uh, chat, we'd talk about our families, we'd talk about God, we'd talk about ministry, and I loved Bob. He was a cool guy. Like, he was just a fun guy to, to hang out with. And almost always in our conversations, he would say, you know, we really, we got to have you guys over for chili. You like chili? Said, of course I like chili. Well, I make a mean chili, so we're going to have you guys over for chili sometime. And I said, great, let's do it. But to this day, I have never had chili with Bob. Uh, we, we continue to bump into each other in the library and have meaningful conversations each time. We got to have you guys over for chili. Man, we have so much in common. Our wives would hit it off. Let's just let's get together and hang out. We got to have chili sometime. We never did. But we always talked about having chili together. And I think in the same way, we can sometimes gather in church and talk about the commands of Jesus and say, yeah, yes, we really should do that. We really should love our enemies. We really should love one another. We really should forgive and worship God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. And then we just don't. We forget to. Or uh, it's something that we talk about more than we practice. Um, I don't want it to be like that. Last week was challenging. We, we heard Jesus say, love your enemies. And we all kind of agreed, that's hard. And this past week, we've given you guys some challenges. I don't know if you did them. Or not, I was challenged by the, I, I came up with these challenges. I put them online and I said, oh, we should do this. And I went to do them and went, man, I don't want to do that. That's hard. That's going to cost something of me. It's been a challenge. And a lot of the things I've heard from some of you guys, some of the feedback I got, it said like, man, this has really been challenging for me. And I appreciate that. That we're the kind of church that takes these teachings and tries to live them out. Uh, I don't want us to just be like my relationship with Bob. Where we always talk about this beautiful, awesome thing that we could do. Man, we really should do that, shouldn't we? Yes, we should. And then don't do it. We want to live this out. Today's cool, though, because in a sharing our stories of how this church has shown love to one another over the past few years, or even recently with some examples that you guys have shared, um, hopefully we can be inspired and be encouraged that this is happening. This isn't just something that we say, yeah, we ought to love one another, but who's got time for that? Well, this church makes time for that. And I'm excited that this morning we're going to get the chance to share some of these stories. Most Sundays, I take a, a passage from Scripture, a teaching of Jesus, and I talk about it for 20 minutes, 30 minutes. And uh, when I saw the command of Jesus to love one another, I went into my office this week and I said, all right, let's, let's, let's build a sermon. Let's talk about loving each other. And you guys, this was going to be a really good sermon. <laughs> it was going to be a lot of fun. I was thinking about harmonies. I had this example about John Lennon and Paul McCartney and how sometimes one would take the lead and sometimes the other would harmonize and sometimes they'd flip-flop and they all just like supported each other. 
that's kind of like the church. We talk about four-part harmonies in the Church of Christ. I was going to point out the fact that in John 13 to 17, John uses the word love 28 times. Wow, that must be something that's pretty important. I had this comparison about the last words of King David when he was about to die versus the last words of Jesus when he was about to die, uh, go to the cross. Jesus' last words were a lot more loving. King David was like, ah, you should kill this guy, you should kill this guy, you should kill this guy. I didn't get the chance to, but make sure those guys are all dead. Yikes! That was going to be in there. I had this article that I found about welcoming visitors to church, church uh, strategies for making new folks feel loved and all this. And it was going to be a great 30 minutes talking about loving one another. But I didn't want it to end up being like me having chili with Bob, where it's something that we only talk about but we never actually do. So I thought a better use of our time together this morning would be, instead of talking about loving one another, we practice loving one another. So we're going to do that in two ways this morning. Um, I've gathered the stories that you guys have shared in the, from the slips in the basket. But again, if you have one that you didn't submit, you can just run it up to me or pop in the basket. Greg will check and see. I've got some ones that have been submitted digitally. And so that's what we're going to do right now is just hear these stories. We're going to share these stories of ways that you guys, that the Tri-Valley Church of Christ has taken this command of Jesus seriously. And I just, as, as I was glancing through these, it's already just, you guys are going to be blessed by hearing these stories. Because it, and it's not, you're going to hear some specific names of people in this congregation. It's not about these people. We're not going to be like, Jan is awesome. Look what Jacob did. This is great. All the glory goes to God for what he has done through his church. So we're going to share some of these stories together. And then I'm going to ask you guys to get in partners something that I don't often ask you to do, and some people are like, I hope you never ask me to do that. That's not why I come on Sundays. Uh, but I am asking, I'm going to ask you to uh, find someone who has the same color dot on the bottom of their communion cup. That's why you need to remember your color. Uh, and we're going to let the Holy Spirit mix things up a little bit and just find someone. There's going to be some questions up on the screen at the end, and we're going to just ask you guys to get to know each other. It's simple. It's like, you know, how's your week? How can I pray for you? And that's how we're going to close out our time together. It's just you guys praying for one another. So that's what's going to happen for the next 20 minutes or so. Sharing stories and then prayer partners. But before we go into that, let's just pray. Let's go to the Father. God, uh, it's so good to be your church sometimes. We don't always get it right. But when we do, it is a wonderful, beautiful testament to what you have called us to. To the, to the vision that Jesus gave to his followers of a church that loves each other lays down our lives for one another, cares for one another, and just keeps our arms open and says, Kathy can be part of this church. Anybody can be part of this church. We are glad that you're here. We're going to continue following Jesus, and we hope that you come with us. So God, we pray that your kingdom will come, that we'll be inspired by hearing these stories today, that you'll be glorified, that we offer it to you as an element of worship. And we pray that as we go into this Thanksgiving week where we're spending time with neighbors and family members, people we like and maybe some people that we don't like. Teach us to love. Give us opportunities to love one another. And let us be more and more like Jesus. This is our prayer every day. And we pray this in his holy name. Amen. Laura Ranieri says, I have been so appreciative of Trish, Brett, Karen, Michaela, Sonia Hernandez, and Janae 
that have helped me a handful of days and hours at my mom's house in San Ramon to get it ready to sell in January. Hands on. Greg Brown. Tri-Valley Church of Christ has shown me love by giving me an opportunity to serve the congregation as one of the ministers through loving friendships, utilizing an office, and countless other ways. Kristen Ferguson says, love and support from special friends. The bonds developed have been an incredible source of encouragement for my life, and I am so thankful for the unconditional love I have received. Thank you, dear friends and church family. I love you. Karen Cardwell says, one way the church has shown love for her, friends picking me up for worship, for Bible class, and for church events. Thank you, church family. Val Moniz says, the card signing group on Mondays. If you don't know about that, group of people who get together, write encouraging cards, encourage one another in being there. Uh, they're not meeting tomorrow, but I think next Monday is the next meeting. She says, uh, great sharing of support to all. Mary Malloy says, since my first time here, I have felt the love of fellowship here. I'm with family, and I stayed nearly three years. We're glad that you're here, Mary. Joyce Doty says, they are there when I ask anything of them. Always a warm hug when you need it. George Graham writes, uh, when I used to walk to and from the church, people often offered me rides. Uh, sometimes I declined because I wanted the exercise. One time it rained unexpectedly, and Dan Hill offered me a ride, uh, even though I had declined his previous ride, and I gladly accepted. <laughs> he didn't want to get rained on. So give George a ride if you see him. But if he says no, you'll know why. It's all right. An anonymous one says, the love that everyone has shown me. Glad that you're feeling the love. Ginger Sparks says, I have had hugs from members ever since Bobby and I moved here. Uh, this one is either from Wes and Deanne, or it's from John Rogers, or it's from one and about the other, uh, but it says, uh, they called to check up on me. Maybe it's Wes and Deanne talking about John Rogers. Raise your hand if you've ever got a phone call from John Rogers. Okay. <laughs> Praise God for that ministry. Appreciate you, John. Rosie says, they shared their wedding with me. You talk about uh, Matt and Joyce? Yeah, that was, that was cool. It was a good time. Uh, our newest member, Kathy, says, welcoming me with love and including me in events. Praise God for that warm welcome. Uh, this is an anonymous prayer request. Save that one for later. Uh, Pat Rambo says, very kind and friendly. Joe Curtis, to those who sent cards and well wishes, and came to visit me in the hospital. Glad we could do that, Joe. I think Jesus said something about visiting people who are sick and looking out for folks. Ann Butler says, uh, am I reading this right? You say it. She says, putting up with me for 55 years. We love you, Ann. Amen. Uh, Aria who went over to kids' worship, but she shared this. She said uh, they've shown love to her by having a kids' class. 
she appreciates it. Thank you guys for volunteering, for teaching, for loving our kids. Uh, Leah, who is four years old, said, I love the church! Exclamation point. So, we love you too, Leah. Jasmine Garza says, well, Tri-Valley gave my dad a job and showed him so much love. And everyone here has been so great to my mom, showing her love and helping her through tough times. Appreciate you sharing that story with us. Uh, Deanne Wolford, the church took care of me with prayers, food, visits, cards, and prayers during my recent surgery on my neck. And then she also adds, and so many other ways. Joyce uh, made a list of things. We got some bullets here. When a tree fell onto my home, the church prayed and helped me out financially. Next bullet. Wedding shower. Next bullet. Baby shower for my daughter. And then uh, TV for my son who is incarcerated and for sending cards to him and praying for him. Matt McLean says, when I returned back to Livermore in December of 2019, I was attending by myself. The Amenettes and the Higdons made sure that I didn't have to sit by myself. I always had someone to worship with. Awesome. Joseph Spinka says, everybody prayed for Claire when she was sick. People also brought us food when my dad didn't have time to make it. And along with that, Claire Spinka says, when I got out of the hospital, they redid the Christmas service. You guys remember that? She wasn't able to make the candlelight Christmas service, and we thought, I will just do it whenever you can. That was special. Amanda Spinka says, Claire was born when we had only been attending this church for a few months, and we didn't know very many people yet. But the church threw me a baby shower, and everyone came, even though they didn't know me either. I like that story. Way to go, Tri-Valley. Michelle says, Tri-Valley gave me a family when I was lost and alone. I will always be grateful for the day that Al said that I could repay him by coming to church. I love you, Tri-Valley. We love you too. Lisa Parnell says, our family has been so blessed by the way you have loved our girls. From teaching the nursery and kids Bible class, to hugs and stickers and gifts, to babysitting, to most recently, Betty Davis giving Molly personal baking lessons. You all have shown us love in so many ways. We love how you love our kids. Julia Ryle says, when my husband was sick, we had people come and sit with him, so I got a break. And when he died, we got meals delivered and many sympathy cards. And a few weeks later, Jacob did a very nice memorial service with a potluck afterward. Thank you all for the love you've always shown our family. Al Higdon says, it was here under Rod Davis's preaching that I went forward. Uh, that morning, John Rogers baptized me in the cold baptistry. <laughs> it's warm now. That was then. That was, that was back in the day. It's a lot warmer now, just by the way. And Jan Higdon says, Tri-Valley let Al and I uh, uh, here have our wedding here and, and the reception 16 years ago. I was so appreciative, and I appreciate the cards they send us, especially these last few years. Uh, Will, where's Will? I saw him earlier. Everybody, turn around and say, hi, Will. Hi, Will. Wave at Will. Hi, Will. Ask him about his new electric guitar that he just got. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a beauty. But Will says, not really a story, but I can say that Jacob always has been a good friend, very open, caring, and understanding. Invited me out for lunch a couple times. Uh, can't say met too many other pastors that open and friendly. Glory to God. 
glad you're here, Will. Jeff Baring says, love and acceptance through prayer and from my Thursday night class, Christian brothers and sisters. And Wes Wolford writes, many thanks to all the men who helped Mick Mowell install the I-beams in our house addition. The house is still standing. That's good news. Um, I have a few more that came in online. If, again, if you're holding on to one, it's like, ah, I didn't make the cutoff. Just hold it up, and I'll send Greg to come by and get it. These are fantastic stories that we're getting to share together. Uh, Tina says, everyone here is so welcoming and encouraging to one another. And Dave Yamans says, they showed love to me by giving me work to do. Hey, some people, that's their love language, too. So if you're one of those people and you need some work to do, definitely come and talk to me. <laughs> Trish writes, uh, when I was going through cancer treatment, a group of women came over to my house and cleaned it from top to bottom. Their willingness to get on their hands and knees to scrub my floors and vacuum was so awesome, and it made me feel very loved. Justin says, Jan Higdon has blessed me, encouraged me, and shown love to me so much in so many ways over my eight years with this church. Uh, oh, Tina has another one. I guess that first one was that test that we did on, on Thursday. That's right. But Tina says, the Tri-Valley family has been welcoming and encouraging to me when I first came to Tri-Valley back in 2015. I didn't know anyone here but Ginger and Bobby Sparks, who I used to help and bring to Sunday services and different functions. I loved it so much. Is that the end of it? Is there more? There might be a little bit more. I'm sorry, I'm having uh, technical difficulties. What else is new? Uh, sorry, I want to get this. Stand by. Uh, here it comes. All right, I figured it out. Woo I didn't know anybody. I used to help bring them. I loved it so much after my time here that I came back to visit pretty much yearly, and now I'm back, at least until life or God leads me to life's next journey. We're glad that you're here, Tina. Michaela Grant writes this. My grandma broke her foot during the summer, and the Parnells dropped off a card and chocolates. When I passed my N-C-L-E-X, how do you say that? N NCLEX? All right, some people know. Jacob doesn't. Uh, when I passed my NCLEX, Bill and Connie brought me balloons and a card. When my mom and sister moved here, Tri-Valley showed up to help. Every Sunday I am in service, I see so much kindness and love. Awesome. Praise God. Okay, I got a couple texted. More technology challenges. Good. Good. Um, Yazzie is tuning in online with us this morning, and she says, Tri-Valley Church has shown me so much love that I really feel in my heart that everyone is my family. I don't feel alone anymore. One way the church has shown me love is to introduce me to everyone and make me feel welcome. By doing that, not only have me and my family feel, felt welcome, but many blessings have come out of these relationships. One being I am learning so much more about the Bible and my relationship with God is so much stronger. God bless. She also says, I'm thankful for the Thursday class with Rod. And the McRandalls sent me a message saying, uh, as most everyone knows by now, our family was hit with COVID-19 beginning in late July and early August, and it has been a really hard journey. Sandra and Darren were hospitalized at the same time for a while, which is scary for Rachel, 
Then Darren was hospitalized for 40 more days. For a time, he was on the ventilator fighting to survive. Your prayers helped to save his life and have made all the difference for our family. Your loving support with cards, calls, texts, emails, and meals are helping us so much and we walk as we walk this long road to recovery. We love you all and appreciate you more than words can say. That's all the ones that I that I have. I don't want to leave anybody else out. Is there any papers floating around out there? Or, uh... but like I said, I wanted you guys to hear these things. These these stories are worth sharing. This is us putting the commands of Jesus into action. He said, "Love one another." As Matt read for us earlier, this is how the light of Christ shines in the world. This is how people will know you're a follower of Jesus, not by any jewelry that you wear or memes that you post online or if you carry your Bible around with you, people will know that people are still following Jesus and taking him seriously and making his commands and his person their way of life by the way that we show love to each other. I'm super proud to be a part of a church that takes this seriously. I've been blessed myself. Uh, I hurt my knee a few weeks ago, as you guys have heard, I'm sure, and uh, people sent me cards saying we're praying for you. They let me know they're praying for you. They ask about it. How's it going? Oh, it's going all right. They brought me meals. I didn't ask uh, people to bring me meals. They're like, ah, you know, you're on crutches. Your wife's nice and pregnant. We're going to just bring you food. What a blessing. What a joy. Made us feel loved and recognized and thought of. And just hearing these stories of your experiences of the same thing, it's awesome. Don't stop loving each other, Tri Valley. We're going to continue to share needs. Uh, if you have needs, let us know. We're sending out the, the prayer list email every Monday and just gathering those and just letting you guys know how you can pray for people. And within those requests, there's also opportunities of how you can help, how you can uh, share the load. This is how we love one another. And all glory to God. The kingdom of Jesus Christ is coming and coming and coming, and we just want to continue to see that happening. So that was the first of two things. The second thing is, I told you, uh, I was going to give you the opportunity to get with a prayer partner and to practice this loving each other. We can't love each other if we don't know each other. And my guess is that there's only a handful of people in this room who could look out there right now and say, yep, I know everybody else. I know everybody's name. I know their story. We don't have the opportunity to do that as much. I'm excited that in December we'll have more of a chance to do that. Uh, December 5th is our family breakfast that we're going to have, 930 in the morning. We're all going to go to Deacon Dave's on December 12th, this great holiday Christmas lights display. We're just going to stand in a long line, drink some hot chocolate, and hang out, get to know each other. It's a good Christmas activity. Our candlelight Christmas Eve service is happening on uh, Christmas Eve this year. Just lots of ways for us to connect to one another. Uh, so we're going to continue to do that. But right now, I'm going to create one, and this is what I want you to do. Remember your color from the bottom of your communion cup. If you don't remember or if you didn't get one, you can just make one up. It's either red or orange or uh, yellow or green, I think. And if some of those colors look the same, I'm not going to check them. It's just honor system. But I want you to, uh, Arinda, did I put a slide for these questions in the sermon, end of the sermon slides up there? Is it up there? Oh, perfect. This is what I want you to do. I want you to find one other person, preferably not somebody that you drove here with, that's kind of somebody you probably already know. This is kind of a way to mix things up. I want you to ask them, what's your name? Even if you already know it, it's fun to ask. Uh, what's one thing that you're looking forward to? Give them a chance to respond to that. And then how can I pray for you? 
And it's up to you. If you want to pray right there on site, please do. If you want to just hear each other's prayer needs and then make a commitment to praying for that person throughout this week, uh, you know, extra credit, bonus points. If you exchange numbers and send an encouraging text or check in with them later this week, that's what the church does. I'm giving you guys full permission to do that. Uh, but right now, I want to invite everybody to stand up. I think there was one more song, wasn't there? Well, just go ahead and put the song up there. I'll, I'll lead it just to make things quick and easy. We'll sing this song, and when the song is over, I'm going to have you guys uh, get together with a prayer partner. I love you with the love of the Lord. I love you with the love of the Lord. I see in you the glory of my King, and I love you with the love of the Lord. Pause. Everybody go ahead and turn and face each other. Makes more sense to sing this song while we're looking at each other. Please love me with the love of the Lord. Please love me with the love of the Lord. If you want to do God's will, then the deed you must fulfill is to love me with the love of the Lord. He loves me with the love of the Lord. He loves me with the love of the Lord. My debts were all paid when he rose up from the grave, and he loves me with the love of the Lord. Find a prayer partner. Ready? Go. Go. 